up a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Host Tanzan, Maggie, and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and die-hard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.9, Fee Fi Fo Grum, where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan. I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Alpha. Chapter 10. Dresden descends into his lab in search of information after recovering from an unsettling dream of Susan. Harry learns more about the she court structure from Bob in hopes to narrow down a suspect in the death of Ronald Rule. Dresden is dreaming of Susan. The dream began with a kiss. Usually does. <laughs> it began with a kiss, and it would end up like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. <laughs> he sits down on his couch just for a minute to recover from everything, and like immediately passes up. <laughs> and it's funny, because he's like, uh, apparently my subconscious had something on its mind. He's like, we met. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> so it's funny, in the Percy Jackson universe, demigods are plagued by... Kind not really prophetic, but like, um, like they can see what the gods or the titans or the bad guys are doing while they dream. Mm. They get transported and they learn a little bit every time they go to bed. And it's usually like, you know, not really a good thing. It's nice to gain the information, but for them, it's always just like, fuck. Like they wake up so stressed out and they've mm-hmm. got like they've just seen these horrible yeah, things and whatever, right? <laughs> so it's just a little bit funny where it's like, yeah, like it's like on the whole, a demigod going to sleep means you're going to wake up with more problems than you had before you went to bed. <laughs> and it's like, like Harry, too. It's like every time he goes to sleep, he just wakes up with more problems than <laughs> Generally he speaking, yeah. Yeah, the last time we found out what he dreamed about, he got, like, eaten by uh, <laughs> uh, the shadow thing. What was it called? The nightmare. nightmare now yeah. he goes to dream, he gets eaten by Susan. <laughs> it's like, he just... Yeah. I was impressed by the word used for Butcher did. Butcher oh. uses the, the word aquiline, 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 oh, yeah. aquiline to describe Susan's face. And I wasn't, I wasn't, honestly, I didn't, wasn't familiar with the term. So I looked it eagle up. Eagle featured? Yes, is eagle-like. <laughs> what? Yes, it's really? A, <laughs> that puts a new slant on Susan it, for me. I was going to say, usually it's used more so, yeah, to describe kind of like a, like a bit of a hook nose or something, something, which I don't think Susan, but I think it also is used sometimes, unless Butcher has the wrong definition of right. it. Now, um, now I think of Sam the Eagle when I think of oh, Susan. Oh, no! <laughs> oh my god, that makes me think I read a thing yesterday, probably. So I hope it just means more like just angular, you know? A little Or even bit. just like like the way a the vampire bit. sort of sharpens features, you know? Yeah. Or maybe you... Yeah, a little yeah, bit maybe. with the but um but yeah I was gonna say I just read yesterday where there's someone it was why does Disney keep doing all like these live action 
um, remakes. They're like, we have the Muppets. They should do like a Muppet remake. <laughs> and then they're like, so now you're like, well, Sam first of the all, Eagle. I hate the Muppets. So they, they tried okay. to reboot the Muppets all the time, and it keeps failing they did. miserably. Okay, thankfully. But, but this was this little post was kind of funny because then they're like, we'll just have like the Beast be like a regular human being, and all the Muppets think he's so like hideously disfigured. And then at the end of the movie, he turns into like a beautiful Muppet. You know, and, like it was a little bit funny that way. <laughs> it was like I kind of want that version, but. Yes, let's just Muppetize the Dresden Files. <laughs> I just love to think of, like, I don't know who they bring on the Muppets, but, like, you know, they throw Chris Evans on or something like that, and everyone's like, ah, oh, he's hideous! <laughs> Up until he turns into a Muppet. Yeah, there you go. Aqualon- yeah, I don't know that it would have been the first thing I would have used. Weird etymology, though. How does that word equal eagle? See, and I would have thought horse-like. <laughs> and a lot of, yeah, because it sounds more like equine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aqualine. Um... Which actually I think would be less flattering because usually yeah. when somebody's horse face, <laughs> yeah, that's like really real not. Or at least I'm like not sure eagle like is much okay, better. Okay, but no. eagles can be you know majestic and sharp and you know what I mean. Like it doesn't necessarily. Whereas horse face is usually pretty. <laughs> not much that. variety in horse face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, so anyways, I guess whatever the origin terms, whatever. But yeah. We just Suppo- ignore that description. Suppo- yeah, supposedly he meant it in a good way, because everything else he's saying is how gorgeous she is. So, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, they start getting all touchy-feely, and he's, like, trying to ask her if she's all right, and she doesn't answer. And then, yeah, it gets really graphic, only not really, because he kind of, you know, romance novel. It's like a dream, you know. Euphemisms it all, and... Um, Nothing but need. Animal. Carnal. Carnal? Carnal. I pushed her against a wall in the dim scarlet light, and she wrapped herself around me. Nice little flash forward to the future. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's all kinds of other slim, pale, vampy hands reaching yeah. out to grab her, and like this club she, thing. And that, that, those hands, what it reminded me of, you know, in Labyrinth, when Jennifer Connelly is like, she's going down this well thing, and all the hands are like bringing her down. That's what it totally reminded uh, me of. Only like, vaguely. The- I've only ever seen that movie like once. I'm not super familiar with Labyrinth, unfortunately. Yeah. And, it, and the whole scene is just a bunch yeah. of hands that are like... Drag her down. Yeah. yeah. That's what it totally made me so, think of. Yeah. That's nice. Yes, yeah. Rather it's relaxing like, dream. It's, oh, yeah. It's always when you have just random... When you have a dream and someone starts comparing it to the Labyrinth. body hands that are <laughs> Pretty just Pretty shit dream. <laughs> so he's, you know, trying to be like, wait, no, don't go in there. Come with me and wait. But, of course, he inevitably gives in, as mm-hmm. always. She eats him. Yeah. Never pleasant. I guess in this world you can die in your dreams. So that's another thing, yeah. <laughs> Where's this conscious dreaming now, Dresden? You should, like, after the fucking nightmare, you should, like, never be a right. You should be an expert, <laughs> expert by now. It's like, no, let's just keep making out. Everything yeah. should just be. Part of your, like, yeah, like, PTSD for me would be, like, all right, like, I double word the house and I put in, like, a steel door and I also say, like, my fucking, like, anti-dream potion every night. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck mirrors. He gets attacked in his dreams more often. Yeah. But... Well, nothing fighting against your subconscious. Yeah, I guess, right? So whatever, he has yes. his dream, and then of can't course, fight himself. Right at yet. that <clears throat> pivotal moment. <laughs> yes, she strikes, he dies, she turns, he's like, oh no, and then he wakes up, bolts out of bed. So it, it is kind of funny. Re- requires a cold shower. Which, yeah, I was going to say. He's like, most of the time oh, it still sucks hot. balls, but sometimes there's no replacement for a cold shower, so... <laughs> 
Yes, so at least he has that advantage, <laughs> which is also how he survived, he says, for so many years before he got a regular girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's good, you have to take a cold shower every morning, especially in the middle of winter. So then he decides to get down to work. So he, he cleaned up first. Yeah, of he all. finally shaves. Well, yeah. okay, yes, yes. To he's on the job again. now. While yeah. he's in that cold again. shower, yes. <laughs> Reaches for that little shaving mirror and gets rid of that. Compact. <laughs> It's compact and his straight razor. Yeah. Which is funny because they were commenting on that on the Discord too. And they're like, yeah, no, I would stick with my safety razor. But because I mean, granted, I get him not having the electric razor, but he could still use like a regular four blade mock Gillette, whatever. But he's like, no, he doesn't even have like a plastic you know, disposable or like the mm. yeah, he's got like literally a it's straight just be razor. Fancy like he's that, just got it. He's just got you know. He's like much as he likes to mock all those like old musty dusty wizards that hide out in their towers and have no idea what's going on in the world, but he still likes to whip out like his straight razor every yeah. now and again. <laughs> he's such a, <laughs> a fuddy duddy at heart. All right, finally cleans up a little bit and goes met. to the lab. His or, his lab is particularly organized, unlike the rest of his house. It shows a little bit where where his his focus has been it's mm-hmm. just been very that needs to be magic he, oriented yeah, yeah he really wants this to find this and for it to work so he needs to know where his yeah. shit is and the only area that isn't clean is bob's area go figure because <laughs> that's yes bob's little collection of things well plus he's also learned like he started being neater about it after he almost got eaten by a toad demon because he'd like you know he had a protection circle but he ended up just throwing crap all over it and had to dig it out and almost didn't get it in time <laughs> so he started making sure that was clean and then now that he's yeah basically living all of his time and energy down there it's like the whole thing is like army regulation <laughs> right but yes bob has his books and magazines and candles and a bow that was wrapped around a girl <laughs> yes huh. a little callback i like that yeah, yeah. so yeah and I'll guess you like, where the ribbon was. <laughs> I'll let you guess where the ribbon was. Yeah. yeah. Bob certainly guessed. Right. But he's also like, I like how it's like, it's not just that everything's like put away and like labeled, but it's like, like how much was left and when he'd acquired it and how, like, you know, like finite expiration Obsessive. dates yeah. and things. And, you know, not just like, oh yeah, there's like some, you know, depleted uranium in here. It's like, no, there's like 4.2 ounces of uranium collected on blah, blah, blah. And it'll be good until. And Dresden wakes Bob. And it just makes me wonder if he like, does he always just sleep in his spare time? He's just always just, like always waking him up. He's got a sick bachelor pad, man. We don't know that. Yeah, so he still does. He does. Um, I was going to say it's not necessarily, Necessarily, I suppose that, but yeah, like you say, we just like as he explains here that Bob just kind of inhabited habit. So maybe it's kind of like your Alexa or whatever. It's, it's it's not that he's like sleeping, sleeping, but he's just like off doing his own spirit thing. It's yeah, like the so equivalent of having like his door closed or something <laughs> on his. He's defragging. He's defragging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, or it could totally be like you know dogs and stuff like that. Right. They're like if your dog is like you know, trained and, like, not over-anxious and things like that. They're, like, basically, like, you have to go to work. They'll just, like, sleep all day. Then it's obviously not a problem because you come home and play with your dog and then you go to bed and the dog goes back to bed and sleeps all night, you know? So it's, like, if you're up and about, the dog will be up and about during the day. But if it's, like, got nothing better to do, cats and dogs and whatever, we'll just, like, okay, I'll go sleep. Same. Yeah, well, ditto. But So I'm, like, maybe that's all Bobby, you know? I was, like, maybe it could just be he's, like, hey, well, there's, like, fucking nobody here to talk to because here's the only person in my life. So, yeah, either he just legit like sleeps like a cat or something for like 18 to 20 hours a day or he's just 
you know, off doing his own thing. Well, just, you know, that's Harry's like, hey, wake up, I need you now, like, come out. <laughs> when you're that smart, you know, like, you can just, like, reread a book or, like, in your head all day long. Like, you're fine. Like, you've remembered right. everything you've ever read, essentially, or ever learned. Like, all day organizing those thoughts would keep me entertained, you know? If you could really remember them, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back to, like, that, like, college credit I took one year. Like, Maybe. I don't know. Like, hmm. Although, on the other hand, because Bob has so much and has been around for so long, like, you know, has he been over everything 10,000 times? And it's well, like, still, he goes he goes through those Victoria <laughs> magazine catalogs all day, every day. Well, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Those would keep him entertained. Yeah. Those are worth a, a, a re-look or a re-read. Yeah. <laughs> Dresden updates Bob on the reign of toads. And Bob just interrupts Dresden and tells him that there's there's no cure for vampirism and, and proceeds to call him Captain Ahab. Yeah. So He's for like, those of you that don't know uh, who Captain Ahab is... It's a Moby Dick reference. Um, it's a story of a seaman obsessed with getting revenge on a white whale, which ultimately leads to his death. She only wanted to give you that explanation so she could say semen. <laughs> semen. <laughs> I'm working with children. <laughs> well, we have to. It's only fair that you do too. <laughs> Gotta stay youthful. <laughs> Oh, but yes, but I do cut a leg, right? dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were talking about Moby Dick's semen. So, he likes, yeah, so he's like, um... That joke's never well, that's been it. He, he, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't actually get to fill him in on what's... Because he asks about the reign of tone if the kid was right. So, he told him that he was going to go off to check this out because Will was bugging him. But that's it. He's like, he's like, I've got a difficult situation. And that's where Bob cuts him off and is like, it's not because he thinks he's still going on about, so he hasn't had a chance to fill him in on, on the new problem yet. Um, but yeah, but he's like, ugh, like Bob is like, you think people haven't looked for it? And Harry's like, oh, I haven't looked for a cure. Like, okay. Well, okay, Harry. <laughs> You're so special. He's, well, <laughs> hey, maybe other people haven't had the same motivation or A little bit desperate, a little bit or, arrogant. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. That's Harry for you. <laughs> That's Harry. Well, you know, I mean, like I say, I'm like, other people probably tried to vent the airplane before, you know, somebody succeeded and made it work and phones and all that so you know i mean impartially like okay fine you don't know when the last time someone looked into this and how many more strides in magical technology <laughs> but anyways yes i do kind of like that yes he's like oh, i haven't looked before but anyways not the point i actually have something different and papa's like i'm excited already i don't know what it is but oh my god it's Thank something god, else just something else yeah, <laughs> yeah right. and i was gonna also add in like i don't think a spirit of in a spirit of intellect would get bored being alone with his thoughts all day long. Like, that's just who you are. You know, it's like if we get bored of, like, breathing oxygen. Like, <laughs> maybe, yes. You know, yeah. like, it's just, like, that's just what you are. Like, you just do it, right? But I can, at least on this point, you know, being bored of vampires. <laughs> vampire research, I can see Bob being, like, fucking, finally. Yes. Drinks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the case, Harry? Tell us what's going on. Ronald Rule. I don't want to be a uh, No. Let's go back to the vampire thing. <laughs> Bob instantly knows who that is. Well, he knows who that is, but he's more like, he's like, well, who's asking you? Yeah, why, is this like, our, you, why you, the fuck like, is this our business? Yeah, he's like, oh, you think he was murdered? He's like, I don't think anything. Cops think it was an accident. And he's like, well, then you. And he's like, yeah, I don't think it was my client. He's like, well, who's your client? He's like, well, Mab said, but wait, 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 what's what? Uh, Ma uh, the uh, Mab? The Mab? <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Okay. Now let's go. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it was fine finding out who the victim was, but once he finds out who the client is, then he's like, Mm-mm, nope. I love his nope. logic, though. You should have. You should have bartered with a stolen baby. I <laughs> like, know. <what? laughs> I know. He's like, here's what I ask you: Why you don't spend your time doing something safe and more boring, like maybe administering suppositories to rabid gorillas? <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, I live for the challenge. Or you don't. <laughs> but, uh, Thanks yeah, right? Because, yeah, because then he's like, well, I didn't have a choice. Like, Lisa sold my dad. He's like, you didn't even try to, like, yeah. <laughs> Train a big Bob. He's like, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you wear such a goody two-shoes all the time. Yeah, stolen. And not even just stolen an extra baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even try. So yeah, so Harry has no idea who Ronald Ronald Rule is, but Bob is like, uh, hello, he's the summer night. Like, maybe that's why Matt yeah. cares. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, literally drops his pencil. He's like, well, fuck. Because yeah. <laughs> we know, like, Mab came in and she's like, I'm being accused of a murder that I didn't do. I want you to find the killer. And he's like, all right, no more questions, please. <laughs> yeah. well, that's all I try. He's know. like, okay, well, like, why? I'm like, when something's missing, well, what's missing? Well, you'll figure that out. Yeah, it's not like she helped like, much. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, he did try to find out a little bit of some stuff. <laughs> But she was just like straight up like, mm, I need tell you. If you loved me, no, I shouldn't have to tell you. Just figure it out, Harry. <laughs> ah, gee whiz, Harry, maybe she was a summer night. That means trouble. <laughs> I especially like that, like, Elaine has shown up too and he still didn't know. <laughs> like, yeah. He didn't even talk at all. Yeah, no. Not about anything important. No. He's like, oh my god, you're alive. She's like, da Harry, get over it. And he's like, let's go to the council. And she was like, mm, no. And then they're like, okay, I love you, bye. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much the whole. <laughs> I still love you, bye. P.S. If this is Austin. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, we learn about the knights. The knights are mortals entrusted with the power of the she courts. They're in charge of acting in affairs not related to the she. Bob basically tells them that they're they're like the hitmen and the queens can't directly kill an outsider of the court. Uh, but mm-hmm. tricks, of course, are above board. Yeah, if you, you know, as Bob says, if you just blunder your way in and don't even try to train a baby or anything, then... But yeah, exactly. So if you have made a deal and you somehow, whether you knew it or not, technically by your own free will... Then they can do whatever. But yeah, they're not allowed to just willy-nilly pop out and start, like, just, you know, striking down, smiting mortals in the mortal world, right? So, yes. So the knights have to be mortal, and they are imbued with a measure of power they get to do with the queen. Yeah, if for some reason she's not, she gets to just assign them to go do whatever she thinks need doing if she can't directly act. And he's like, okay, so just tell me, like, I'm like, I'm okay, like, am I gonna die or not? And Bob's like, well, duh, you're always gonna fucking die. <laughs> and he's like, great. <laughs> it's like, cause yeah, he's like, how much trouble am I in? And don't call them fairies. Oh yeah, so that's what it was. He was like, off topic. Do I don't have to worry about getting killed? He's like, of course you do. Bob throws in like a quick uh, tidbit here, and he's like, the she are the closest supernatural to the mortal world. Yes. Like they're basically like the first barrier, first level of supernatural, or whatever like that, next to mortal. So that's an interesting thing to know, you know. They're Before like everyone else. You hit like, them first. Does she is to humans like humans are to chimps? Kind of. It's like a whole like the next closest next thing. step over evolution. Is it, is magical it, evolution. Yeah. Actually, isn't it pigs or something though that technically were like one molecule or well, yeah, DNA all of our, or something like, away all from of our skin grafting is like from pigs. Yeah. But anyways, regardless, is that yeah they're they're our closest cousins. 
So that's interesting. And then, you know, obviously Bob is like, listen, like, both are bad if one... Like, he explains, like, the whole balance thing. You've got to have constant balance between the two. And, like, they one might get a bit of an edge over the other one, like summer solstice, winter solstice, etc., etc. Yeah. But for the most part, there has to be an almost perfect balance between them. Because one left unchecked is going to ruin the world in one way or another. Which Bob uses the examples of, you know, you've got, like, eternal winter. Or we've got Ebola growing everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah, a, so. a heat wave. He's like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> also figure out that what my Mab is so concerned why that the suspicion ends up on her is because in theory she could have had him in, indirectly killed. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and the result of the issue is being the theft of his power and not so much about the death of the knight himself. The power should have returned to Summer Queen. And but that leaves not. the queen, Summer Queen in, in like this weekend state. So that makes it look really bad. Uh-huh. On, it's kind on of Mab. an arch nemesis and thing to do. Extra weird. Like, why didn't it go back to her when it should? have so like yeah. you know you've got to be some sort of powerful to have subverted that power as well you know yeah exactly yeah this is their working theory right yeah. now that they figure this has to be the deal or whatever right and bob also brings up an interesting point he's like well do you know mab didn't do it and he's like you know like did she and he's like okay well no obviously she you know being mab never came right out and say she kind of hedged around so i guess she could have actually yeah. done it and is still just trying to weasel her way out of yeah. it or whatever Some but kind of ulterior motive yeah yeah because that's what he said he's like i guess it is kind of an arch nemesis thing to do or whatever but right um, so then trying to determine who has them enough mojo to do it is basically like okay so only the queens could have done this so i'm i literally have to be mad with tiana framing the other one for some reason and yeah. Bob's like, or, or the knights, I think he does say. Yeah, he's like, or the knights. So you've got, like, three people. You've got, like, the Winter Knight, Mav, or Tatiana. Tatiana. And then Bob's like, excuse me, Mr. Stupid Idiot. There's way more players, you dumb, stupid idiot. And he also, like, Harry's ass. He's like, oh, can a wizard do it? And he's like, he could, but you'd fucking know about it. Like, no way a wizard's gonna get away with that without, like, the biggest collateral damage in the world that we all know about. Like, Yeah, which is kind of funny. He's like, yeah, he's like, to make it look like an accident would have been a lot more work and trouble. Like, it just wouldn't have been worth it. Just blow him up or something. And But I do like, right, where, because he's like, uh, how much power are we talking and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, a flight of stairs wouldn't have done it. Two flights of stairs wouldn't have done it. Maybe if you took an elevator ride with you. (laughs) Okay, Bob. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yes. He's like, well, it goes without saying, yes, a wizard could have, but it wouldn't have been, you know, the amount of time and effort and power and cover-up. And delicacy. Yeah, yeah, it just just seems like way more hassle to have a wizard do it and hide it. Exactly. They just, yeah. So, so then that's how we find out there is actually three branches of government <laughs> in the courts. Uh, you've got Three queens. In each court. In each court. <laughs> what? So yeah, you've got the queen who was, the queen who is, and the queen who will be. Which doesn't mean much when you're immortal, you know? No. But still, <laughs> was, is, will be. Uh, A.K.A. you've got the mother, the queen, and the lady in each court. Right. So we start to get a little bit of an overview of what the major players are in these two yeah. courts. So like Summer Court, like the the, the Queen at uh, Titania. So how do you say her? Yeah, Titania or Titania, Tit- but it's Titania. just not Tatiana that she keeps trying to switch Titania to. Titania is what I was trying to say. Titania, Titania. For Summer, we have the Queen who who was the mother, um, which uh, we don't know who that is yet. Yeah. Uh, the Queen who is to come, which is lady uh, the Lady Aurora. Uh, the knight who was was Ronald Rule, and the emissary, uh, which is Elaine Mallory, and then yeah. in winter we've got Mab as the queen, the queen who was also not mentioned, uh, the queen who's to come is Maeve, yeah. the lady, and the knight we don't know anything about 
anything at all for for winter and the emissary of course is harry mm-hmm. again conveniently enough mm-hmm. bob's contacts on the winter side are all sketchy he knows exactly who the winter night or the summer night was and well gee harry maybe it's because he's a summer night but he's like oh yeah i gotta know who clue who winter is <laughs> yeah. thanks thanks a lot thanks. so he's basically got eight suspects right now at this yeah. point which is like yeah wow, way, way to narrow it down and this is where he mentioned this is well, where yeah he brings it up that technically elaine has you know and because bob's like whoa wait what although actually bob does a, a big fat i told you so as well so apparently bob never did specifically he didn't think elaine was dead yeah but this is like it's super interesting because bob is actually yeah the only wow other, and i told you so <laughs> bob is the only other person who actually knows who elaine was he like, was there knows, knows. for all of it he knew yeah like as much as harry would have been aware of bob at the time of stealing bob he, Elaine, Elaine would have been alone, as much, or yeah. would have been aware of, and Bob would have been then aware of the two of them, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, if anyone knows about Elaine and who and what she's about, it's Bob. And he even says as well, much, he's like, you were more powerful, but she was, had a better... Better. Handler. She was yeah. Better, yeah. Yeah, she was. Because um, I was, yeah, was going to say, I guess the only person in Harry's life that actually... No, like, everybody else has just heard about her through <laughs> Harry. He's the only one that actually knows Elaine in his own... Personal yeah. face to face, whatever it is I'm trying to say, kind of, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually matter besides Harry. Yeah. Who lived to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so it's interesting. And, like, again, like, again, that throws a little bit more legitimacy onto Elaine, just in, like, okay, we get the tiniest bit more backstory about her and what things are about. Still not enough to really, you know, do anything for her. But still, it's like, at least, you know, he tried a little bit. He's like, now everyone for the rest of the book is going to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't really, because Bob is like, oh, so you think she might have gacked rule or whatever? And he's like, no, but I never saw it coming when she jumped on me either. You know, again, he's still got some of the petty, but he's like, yeah, he's like, basically, I just have to think, like, if she could have, not whether or not I think she did or not, right? So it still places her. Which is okay, because that gives him a few, because he basically had to narrow and, like, cut out all the rest of the wizards, because that was just made it too big a suspect <laughs> So he's like, okay, wizard could have done it, let's just pretend they didn't, but we'll throw in these couple. No idea about, yeah, I could say, the winter side of it, but, um, yeah, Elaine is both a wizard and, and in, the, in the fold, in the, yeah, yeah, that means an opportunity, potentially, or whatever, so. Right. Oh, how jaded and logical of you, Harry, I'm almost proud. <laughs> So yeah, real quick, Fairy 101. Yeah. yeah. So Dresden concludes that he needs to find more information about summer night, about the summer night. And the winter night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, he but needs to find out every information. He's going to do it by breaking and entering his place and then attending his funeral. Nothing like right. a little respect for like, the dead. Uh, seriously. <laughs> right. Well... I mean, I guess maybe that's why he's going to go do it beforehand, because then he can go say sorry at the funeral. It seems, <laughs> it seems worse if you go pay your respects and then burglarize the guy's place. <laughs> By the way, your place looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you are lucky you're in there. You do not want to know what they did to you. Yeah. Bob issues another warning to Harry about Mab just before Harry he leaves the lab. Does. And this, I feel like, because again, right, because right before that, he's still wisecracky, like, oh, gee, can I do fun things like go and break and enter? And then, but then he's like, hey, he like, kind of calls him back because Harry's leaving. And he gets kind of like serious for a moment. He's like, hey, for what it's worth, be careful. And you're like, whoa, shit, what? Bob is t- what? Bob is serious. Oh shit! Bad things are gonna happen, Harry. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, because normally Bob's like, okay, bye. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> I'll, I'll sing a song at your funeral. But yeah, if he actually like brings it back a moment, is like, hey, by the way, be careful. Good luck. And it's like, oh shit. Harry doesn't really acknowledge it or anything like that. But it's like, 
Well, Harry, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> well, you gotta die sometime. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 11. Dresden pays a visit to Ronald Rule's apartment, only to find he wasn't the first person to have the same idea. Harry confronts and steals a photograph from the other trespasser, only to end up in an altercation which reveals the man to be an ogre. The fight ends prematurely with the neighbors calling the police and both parties leaving the scene. So I don't know where he made those couple of phone calls to, if that was anything interesting or just pure anonymous Probably nothing. Probably. Probably won't come up again. I'm sure. Um, That's not like Jim Butcher. Yeah. It's this, this is literally just a background detail. Just, you know, add some legitimacy. Harry went to the bathroom before he left Exactly. House. Right. He made yeah. a phone call. Yeah, to made his, a phone call, grabbed his, his backpack, and sallied forth. So this is interesting. I kind of want to know what Ronald's building looks like. Because he says it's at the south end of the loop, or south edge of the loop, which means virtually nothing to me other than we've heard him reference the loop, or he will reference the loop. But a building that looks like it had once been a theater. I'm like, this could potentially cool. be a really be cool a really apartment. Cool thing. So not only because he says he has this big, giant, enormous, you know, vaulted lobby, but I was like, yeah, like, yeah, what kind of rooms and things? Rent did is they probably make? crazy. Though. Oh, probably right. and horrible. And you know, it's all full of like old retired, established artists and things that have. <laughs> because money. if you're the summer night, you can afford it. I was yeah. gonna say that, but I don't think Harry's made a single fucking dollar. Yeah, but as Ma- the winter night, Mab is. <laughs> Is much but crueler. Titania. <laughs> Titania has a nice stipend set up for her. I was like, I just don't take Titania as being nice at all. No. But, anyways, but yes, maybe maybe he, he supposedly was a successful cutting edge artist. So maybe right. he actually, instead of a poor starving artist that wasn't recognized until he was dead, maybe he actually was making some or making you know some bank. Who knows? Maybe he had a nice you know nine to five job, professor or something beforehand, and built up a nice little nest egg, and now he's just living off his art. I don't know. But it sounds kind of cool. He went and to it the sounds army. Like he became a teacher. <laughs> he did a couple novels. <laughs> right. So he has this cool-looking place that he goes in, and he just waltzes in in an FTD hat with a box. <laughs> it's like, you can get in anywhere if you the, with a, a hat, a box, and a confident stride. And he does that. So, well, he kind of did it in the last book with the janitor as well. He just, like, just look like you're supposed to be there, and people will be like, all right, you're supposed to be there. And pretty sure there's another place he wanders in with, like, a clipboard and stuff. And it's like, yeah, just, like, fucking act like you're supposed to be there, and then we'll stop you. <laughs> so, so you should tell people that you're in IT. Be surprised how many people don't actually check who the hell I am when I go on site. They're like, yeah, okay, the server's over there. Right. Yeah. Be like, wow. Thank you. I am about to blow up here and <laughs> See, save your building. <laughs> people come to me in the middle of the night at the gas station. Like, I have to go in the back to do something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you in. <laughs> I'm going to also watch you for a minute to make sure you don't steal anything from the safe. <laughs> you look like you know what you're doing. All right. <laughs> I don't ask for credentials either. I'm like, you have a truck. You're wearing a uniform. Good enough for me. Right? You um, don't pay me enough for this shit. Pretty much. 
I will say, though, that I really liked the image. Because, again, like, he, he said this right here. He's like, you'd be surprised how many places will let you in if you wear a hat and a clipboard. And I'm like, I just like to imagine, like, his closet is like, duster, duster, duster. Like, <laughs> like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Sweatpants, sweatpants, sweatpants. Janitor costume, electrician costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, Don's Hobby Shop. It's just like, oh, I, like. I prefer to think of Mr. Dressup's tickle trunk. <laughs> yeah, like, every yeah, time like, he needs something, like, it just happens to be what's yeah, in there that yeah, day. Yeah, like, fully the other right. needs, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's, he's got, like, you know, Tans has got a kind of nice little hat collection but he's got like a branded baseball cap collection you know <laughs> yeah, 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 of like yeah, yeah, yeah. his coke hat and his ftd oh hat his- so like the doctor who like shows the badge yeah it's yeah, like, like oh my god butcher why have you not given dresden his own psychic paper by right. now Right? He could totally imagine. He could Bob, Psychic paper Bob, would Bob, be so cool. I want that in the Dresden file. Bob would love to work on that and find a yeah. way to create that with him. He'd probably yeah. be like, that would just play into Bob's whole little, this is cool and interesting, plus it's kind of like sneaky and... Yeah. and, and <laughs> Subterfuge. And Ooh. what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um... Wrong? No, no, we're just... We're, Ethically we're, wrong? <laughs> we're, 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 where Bob doesn't have a real good sense of like morals or yeah. not or whatever, right? Ethically just that toy questionable. That, yeah, ethically yeah. questionable or whatever, where he'd be like, yeah, okay, sure, what are you going to do with this huh harry so so it's okay to use it for this but you won't use it to go get into the, you know anyways so yeah he psychic papers his way in with his box yeah but anyways it's still funny to think like he's just like how many how many costumes do you really have in harry this, for this, this shit teeny tiny wardrobe that yeah, right. you know it's like or even yeah, better like I'm his like, last seven dollars is spent renting a costume <laughs> 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 no clown knows today boss <laughs> Right. So, yes, gets into the building, heads up to Ronald Rule's apartment, which just so happens to be 429B. No, it doesn't happen to be. He says it, it looks like it could be. Oh, could be. Oh, I yeah, thought it, it said it, it was. No, it's not actually. No, it describes it as being imported from 429B Baker Street, uh, which is actually an incorrect Sherlock Holmes reference. Yeah, I thought it's it was always 20, like 221B Baker Street. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe this is like some like weird obscure fact that like once in the first book and then after that it changed to like 221 because I was going to say I was like that is not the address that I yeah. recognize it ever being and why would Jim Butcher like, get that r- note wrong I don't know or there was like one thing know, where it's, like it started as that and then it like burned down and they rebuilt it like 221 I don't know, Did you I don't know. It all? We should know. I forgot like, to yeah, I, did, be the I did some research here. on it so, to make sure and yeah. I found out that it's it's not it's like, incorrect could not but find the address any. is wrong Interesting. and he doesn't notice and he does check on the way up to like the murder scene or whatever and yeah he's like he can't find any lingering magic or anything to tell him anything there so it's all been covered up he stops and listens just to make sure when he gets that far which gee good thing you did harry finds the apartment in shambles with a thug inside collecting papers into his bag yeah. Dresden knows he needs to intervene and kind of debates on how he's going to go about it. He, he realizes evocation and physical confrontation would be terrible. Not mm-hmm. a good idea. So he still pretends to be this delivery man. Like, okay, great. Work the first time. Why not? So Harry decides he's going to keep up his delivery ruse despite the fact that someone is in the apartment. Yeah. Because he looks like a catalog model for Thugs or Us. <laughs> yeah. he's like, and, and he's like a hand taller than Harry even. So this guy's like seven foot yeah, minimum. big. So, yeah, he's like, mm, fisticuffs, bad idea. <laughs> I'll get my ass handed to me. That would be one way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but it also does spark a few other things, because he's like, yeah, why is somebody else tossing his apartment and obviously collecting things, right? He's like, if this, I wonder why. If the guy just fell down the stairs, there'd be no reason. So the fact that they're looking for evidence or removing evidence mm-hmm. implies that there's mm-hmm. evidence to be had. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And so... uh it really yeah. supports 
Mab's sort of, yeah. Yeah, this is not. So far, yeah. Yeah. There's something hinky going on. Yeah. Or Mab could have hired this thug to go and like make Harry suspicious. Like, and stay on the trail. There's that too. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. <laughs> we didn't. Who knows how Matt's minds work? But exactly. So it gives, anyways, gives him something to go on. So he's like, okay, I want to figure out what the fuck is in this satchel that's so important that yep. he's, you know, tearing yep. the place apart to look for it. And plus, part of it is too, like, he just is like, ugh, I probably shouldn't kill, like, all the other residents. So maybe I won't, you know, my first instinct isn't always <laughs> to, I'll, I'll keep it a little on the down low. I won't go in guns blazing or rods blazing, as the case may be. So. Um, yeah. So it's kind of funny, because the guy's like, what do you want? He's like, eh, you want to sign for these? He's like, no. He's like, he's like, rules not here. He's like, I care. And the guy's like, fine, I'll just sign for that. <laughs> like, 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 it's like the thug doesn't really know what to do. Like, you know, when you're faced with somebody that just won't give you the reaction yeah. or whatever that, you know, he's just like, I don't care. I gotta drop Look, man, flowers. I gotta build a package. Yeah, you gonna sign for these? Or am I gonna stand here all day waiting for rule to come back so he can sign here, right? So he, so he uses that opportunity, so he's like, fine. So while he well, he says, he's like, what are you delivering? He's like, just flowers, man. He's like, flowers? Why would someone send flowers? He's like, just delivery boy, man. I don't give a fuck why people send anything. And then, I don't smell flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And right before that, he managed to swipe a, p- a paper from, from... Yeah, so he goes from Yeah, puts, yes, puts yes. the box on the table and manages to palm... Grab something. Something a little bigger than a playing card. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's like, all right, peace out. And I'm thinking, like, so you're just going to come back in a couple hours to get your blasting rod? You're going to, like, get downstairs and, like, suck it out the wind? Like, you're just, once again, you've just... Taking your, your magical defense. Yeah, right. Oh, did like, he put it back in the box? Yeah. Oh, I missed that entirely. Yeah. he Because, again, he has nowhere else to hide it or put it or anything. And so he puts it back in the box and then puts the flower box on the thing. And is like, all right, see ya. And then, yeah, he's like, wait a minute. I don't smell flowers. And he's I like, uh. And then, yeah, and then he just takes it up a notch. <laughs> like, not even just like, I don't smell flowers. It's like, I do smell magic. I smell wizard. And Harry's like, um, oh, supernatural. Great. Uh, Which, like, you literally got hired by a fairy. And you're like, oh, this guy's got something about him. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this. The summer night's apartment is getting tossed on a deal that you got hired by a fairy who looks like he's out of a bad Godfather film. Yeah, like, the Untouchables or something, I think. Because, yeah, it looks like every standard thing, you know. It's like, yeah, like, this isn't tripping any about. Who could have known? He was supernatural. So, yeah, immediately, like, grabs him by the throat. And Harry's like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he Just can't a really delivery boy. Yeah, yeah, he can't really talk and do anything, and his blasting rod is out of reach on the so thankfully, because see, he was paying attention. He was hired by fairies, so he has a nice rusty nail in his pocket. <laughs> so thankfully, his guess is correct, uh, <laughs> and, it, and yeah. he gets thrown across the room as a result. Right, right into Ronald Rule's bed. Although I'm like, most things probably would have had a relatively similar reaction to having a nail stabbed yeah. into their forehead. Arm, yeah, yeah. So Ouch, I, that hurt. I, I, I threw you away. I get outside I, the iron. Yeah. I was gonna say, get this had a little extra bite to it, but I was like, you know, a human being, if you like stab and like rip a nail into their arm, are probably gonna be like, you know, what? fuck yeah. But anyways, <laughs> except this guy, 
Grum's change, his uh, his appearance changes now, and he now he's only dressed in a loincloth, and he's twelve feet tall. Yeah, instead of seven feet tall. <laughs> That's where Dresden realizes Grum is an ogre. Oh Ooh, crap! Not cool. <laughs> Things are worse. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? And then I like the whole like rolling, rolling, rolling on the floor as he tries to like stomp at your head. <laughs> yeah, he's like rolling <laughs> under the bed and like back to the other side, and which is nice because that's what he said. He's like, here I got you know threw threw him like clear across into the other room, but he got lucky because instead of hitting one of the giant massive, you know, posters on like this four poster bed posts on this four poster bed, he just hits the mattress and like bounces up into the wall. <laughs> Uh, but it's a good thing, because otherwise he would have broken his back. That would have been bad. That would have been so bad. That would have been what so bad. What would he have done then? Right? Matt, right? <laughs> 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 we, we got a wrinkle in the ointment here. Fly in the ointment. Anyways. You're so. ruining my 10-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is goes back to Morgan, where he's like, you know, he's like, let's just get to the point. And Morgan's like, hey, normally I appreciate that, you know, but now. But Harry's like, let's just speed it up. Let's yeah. just skip the next crap. Let's just jump straight to... Um, we don't need a books five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, yeah. 11, ten. If we just do it now, yeah. So he, so then he manages to. So I guess now that he's like being less choked, he can do his little <laughs> Ventus Servita spell. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Gets his, like, his blasting. Not back. so good at the non-verbals here, Harry. Like, did you skip that year? Did Justin not go? Also over hard to think when you're being choked. Yeah. Lack <laughs> well, of oxygen. Meh. Well, he was busy thinking enough to say that, like, he was, it was too late to use his shield bracelet, and he couldn't get to his blasting rod, so then he pulled out the nail. I'm like, there was enough thinking going on there. But regardless, so yeah, he blows his, blasts his blasting rod in, and tries to blast him with some fire, and it does nothing. <laughs> it, it doesn't even singe his, like, not only does it not, like, burn his skin or anything, it, like, doesn't even singe his hair. He's, like, totally. Ogres are totally fine against fire. Pretty much. He's, like, yeah, they're pretty magic-proof or whatever, but I'm, like, it should have still done, like, a little bit, but obviously this guy is pretty old or whatever, and, yeah, it does. Uh, right, it, he's, it, he's described as pretty powerful. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. does and, nothing. And, and in control, because an ogre should just have, like, lost his shit, but this guy actually manages to sort of think, he's, yeah. plan in yeah. some ways, and, and, like, be able to pull himself back when he needs to. Yeah, exactly, because, yeah, that's the other thing he says. He's, like, they all have, like, a certain amount, but he's, like, he grounded it out like it was nothing and exactly had sort of more... Wherewithal. Tactical, yeah, wherewithal. I know, is he, uh, normally he mm. describes in front of you, or from, like, maliciously violent to, like, psychotically violent or something. <laughs> yeah, Grum, Grum attacks Dresden in the bedroom, but but Dresden manages to scramble out of the way towards the exit. And just as he almost escapes, a, a chair slams into him. Like, almost! Almost <laughs> got out of there! That's described as, like, a throne! But, yeah, doesn't doesn't quite... Um, and so, yeah, so he's about to get a hand on him again, and that's really not a good thing. And then you hear the neighbor, like, I'm going to call. Like, and this was always such a funny, like, you fruits. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Is this what little old ladies call it? <laughs> People making noise disturbances? <laughs> like, well, I was like, not, you okay. hooligans or something even, but I was like, yeah. Fruits. The language is especially weird. Yeah. Um, once we meet this neighbor again later and find yeah. out who this neighbor was, it's like, why did you say any of that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the other, like, the, the, what's all the racket? I called the police and something like that, kind of. But, yes, it They're is. They're already it, on it, way it, here. It is. Better, it is yeah. just, yeah, it is just a very weird exchange and very... And then on top of that, so Grum is like, fuck, like, I gotta go. Like, he fucking storms out of there or whatever like that. And Harry's safe. And then the neighbor is still like, you too, boy. You gotta get out of here, too. And it's like, again, knowing later on who that neighbor is, it's like, well, why'd you have to kick Harry out then, too? Like, <laughs> why not let him, let, let him go through the apartment now? Will really had to sell it. Just had to yeah. come which is like it's funny like like knowing who the neighbor is that she still like didn't even let Harry like go through the apartment. It's like all right, I <laughs> like, know that like, isn't actually that helpful. The time. There's yeah. no clues here, yeah. Harry. Like you got the one paper you needed. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Grum backs away and he grabs a satchel, redisgu- re- redisguises himself, and then he leaves. So, yeah, he, he takes the bait. Yeah, the, 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 the police are on the way. Yeah, so yeah. And does hear sirens, legitimately. Right. Yeah, he says he does. Well, he hears them, although she didn't yeah. say she makes she makes a siren noise. But he does pass sirens. Um, he passes some cars, I think, going in or whatever. And then he gets to study his stolen piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I'd be disappointed if this is all I'd managed to grab. Just <laughs> well, a guy and his young, young, young friends. It kind of <laughs> is. Disney World. Right? Because he's kind of like. Fun in Disney Park. Okay. Yeah, well, he does kind of. He's like, who are they? Why had Rule been with them? And why is this important? Like, yeah. really, he is kind of going, like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Doesn't take a lot more time than that. Some people that he knew. Just yeah. somebody that he used to know. This concludes our episode 9.9 Fee Fi Fo Grum. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. <laughs>